0: Welcome to the Creative Condition Podcast, the show where I, Ben Talon, illustrator and writer, invite people from the creative industry and far beyond to share their story of creativity, both the nature and the nurture, the chaos and the calm. Creativity is a fundamental pillar of human happiness, something I'm increasingly fascinated by and so often misunderstood, so little by little I hope to build an archive of fascinating stories experiences and tips to help you maximise yours. The show is supported by Illustration X. Go and take a look at their incredible global range of illustration and animation portfolios now at illustrationx.com. If you like the music for the show, go and listen to Dirty Freud over on Spotify and all good music platforms now. Hello and welcome to The Creative Condition and this is the first creative story in a brand new series of episodes where I'm going to ramble a little bit, I'm going to respond to incidental discoveries in my environment and in a way that I hope encourages you guys to see the world in layers and this one is called Cheeky Batman an unlikely hand-drawn electricity box-dwelling hero who was adored by my two three-year-old kids. It's also a reminder of the power of perception, of imagination and wonder, three major components of creativity. But there's a little backstory first, there's a little history to this one. So I grew up in a house on a terrace, which was one of six terraces, and they were all built for the workers of a wool mill. So the mill was at the bottom of those streets, uh, and this was all in West Yorkshire where I'm from and the mill was on its last legs by the ta- by the mid to late 1980s when I started to play out and it would go from what was a skeleton crew of staff to just two security guards to then total abandonment until in 2004 or so when it burned down and was replaced by flats which of course had absolutely nothing to do with the local property developers legal inability to develop the building into accommodation because the building was listed. But what that meant was, given that the mill was tucked away from the main road, away from any other of the surrounding council estates, it was only really known by the people who'd worked in the mill, the families who lived around it. And us, us being five or six kids, just starting to come into our infancy and it became a recreational haven for the entirety of our childhoods. Now the mill had a waterfall, right in the middle of it, woods, stream, sprawling gardens that grew wild, and a -a five-a-side football pitch sized area of tarmac that that had been a car park for the mill workers, now just became the epicentre of our summer holidays. And all of this was sat next to a river. So nobody ever bothered us, we spent weeks on end amusing ourselves, imagining, daydreaming, playing. And I certainly attribute a lot of the time spent here, with my own mind, learning to understand myself. With a lot of credit, my creativity to this day, continues to be so. But before I was of an age to play out without my parents, we'd go exploring, bike riding and climbing down there. With my mum my dad, or both of them sometimes. Now one summer evening, my dad and I walked beyond the mill, up a ramp, along an overgrown trail. And we arrived at a meadow we, we liked, which was further along the river. Now to get there, you had to walk past this quite narrow precipice. And it was almost a bridge that wove along over these marshes. And it had these big iron wheels, which I imagine were to do with releasing the water uh, around the area for the workings of the mill. I don't, I never truly knew what they became these imaginary, you know, ship wheels for steering in our minds, they were just something that were completely rusted and defunct by the time we got there. But on this particular night, as we reached a stile, my dad stops and pulls a marker pen from his pocket. And in an act of mischief, he drew Bert, the yellow block with the orange nose and monobrow from Sesame Street, the TV show, which I adored at the time, on the style. And now he's in the wild and he's ours. And every time we returned, as Bert was more naturalised and faded into the environment, he illuminated a small boy's heart and expanded his imagination, bringing a sense of wonder to the world, This the most mundane of incidental doodles. And who knows what he meant to other people, but to me, it was pure magic. Because I'd go back there and he would always be there. And I mean, he wasn't years later, he completely disappeared. And then the style disappeared as development happened. But it was a special memory and maybe I'm painting in artificial sensory details 35 years later, because nostalgia, let's face it, it tends to do that. But I can smell the long lush grass and feel the tension of a setting summer sun. That first creeping darkness that meant I had to be home sharpish in later years. And I still feel the tickle of midges and bugs trying to bite my skinny pasty biceps. Now, 35 years later. I'm a father to twins and the world has changed. Now there's only houses not there anymore. There's no green space. I mean, that's the picture, isn't it? That's what's going on in the world. And that's why we're in the mess that we're in. Um, and now my brief in this new world, as a parent to climate collapse children, I mean, that's the only way I can describe the brief. Look out your window, it's lashing with rain as I speak and it's still muggy and it's a breeze as well and it's just confused out there. And that's our harsh looming reality in 2023, which is to raise imaginative, emotionally resilient, creative children who are not blindly subservient, who can problem solve and see possibility and magic in the world. No matter how mundane or dull others might consider certain parts of it. And that's where Cheeky Batman comes in. So the story today, some 35 years after that, is that every time we pass through the local park, before we reach the corridor of trees or the play park, they'll burst into life and run over to a dark green electricity box, a piece of street furniture that very few people ever notice as they pass it. It's so dull and meaningless that it might as well be a modern ghost. They'll either be looking at their phone, the people who pass it, concentrating on their dog or their kids, lost in thought if they're on their own. Or maybe they're talking to another person or focusing on the bigger attention hooks, the the magnificent trees or the other people around them, or the buildings surrounding the park, or the boozers on the green. See, that's one of the biggest changes between Bert and Cheeky Batman's time. That headspace is always full. So back then we had a little more time with ourselves to see the things around us and, you know, just take time to understand things. And that's why so many of us burn out these days, myself included. Your mind, and I've been writing about this in The Creative Condition, the book that's coming out in March, 2024. Your mind is no different to those phones that we're all looking down at. It has a daily battery and it's a finite resource. And when you stop and start to think of it like that, isn't it easy to see why we're all shells burned out on our couches sometimes. Anyway, on this box, this electricity box is a bad marker pen doodle of what looks to me and them as Batman with his tongue out and it's so naive, check the image of the podcast and you'll see it. He's been drawn with a chisel tip marker with two lines for eyes and what might be an unintentional deviation with the pen that looks like a tongue poking out at the bottom of his mask. It's hard to find the words to convey the volcanic eruption of glee and laughter that Cheeky Batman gives the kids every time I point him out and when we pass. They're pumped as soon as they realise that we're in the vicinity and that we might get a chance to check in on him. So why am I telling you about this and what does it have to do with creativity? Well, I believe that the ability to see our environment in layers is a major skill. That we can always find intrigue, amusement. belonging no matter where we are. If we can see potential, positives and a possibility in even the smelliest of shitholes then I think we're winning in life. It just gives magic to the bleakest scenarios in my opinion and my experience. The place in which we spend the dominant portion of our time does not become invisible if you know how to change the prism through which you view it. So that could be that same trip to work, that same bus route, where you look out the window and you don't see anything because it's become invisible to you. Maybe it's the walk to work. Maybe it's the walk up your garden, in my case, to the studio. Maybe it's the same routine every morning where you go about your tasks in just such a way where you're not alive to the incidental changes or presences within it. And I just think the smallest details in our surroundings can trigger new and valuable trains of thought but the overworked, you know the overwork the overlooked becomes the hero and we gain control over the way we respond to our environment when we get to thinking that way now we have different minds every one of us and we can be predisposed to divergent thinking but divergent thinking can also be developed so for anyone who is not familiar with the concept we tend to be either predominantly convergent thinkers which is the people who are well suited to let's say exams or solving a logical problem, which has a very linear A to D or A to E or A to F series of steps to get to a specific outcome. So I have friends who are, you know, mechanics or engineers, and there's much more of a problem to solve. And there's one route to get there. And there's a certain outcome that you want that's convergent thinking. I am terrible. I fall apart. I'm not a convergent thinker at all. Now, some people might be kind of 51% convergent, 49% divergent, and you can be very creative in both ways. Divergent thinking and the way that they tend to test this is to give someone the challenge of, let's say a brick, how many uses can you think of, of a brick? And that's when the kind of lateral, um, divergent thinking comes into its own. That's where I explore. that's where I can just throw so many uses at you. I'm not going to sit here and do it today, but that's the difference between the two. Um, And in winter, the streets are so grey in the UK, and the mood can be really fraught. We've all felt the gloom when the dark night's setting. It's why I put a podcast out last year with Matt McCardell on physical activity and mental health. You might want to go back and check that out if you haven't, because it just gets tough around this time of year. Uh, And creativity is a countermeasure to that, in my belief. An invisible hobby kit that we can carry at all times. And I want my kids to carry that in their utility belt. I want it to grow with them, to grow in complexity and flexibility. And I want them to be able to use their ability to see layers, to reframe, to utilize what others see as one dimensional, to wring those dirty barbed feelings dry, to tell stories, to convert whatever life throws at them into magic or at the very least to be able to manage it and use it to strengthen their characters. Because I think when you can do that and you can reframe what you see around you, it helps to break through that gloom and it helps to lift the spirits and see wonder in things. And that's what Cheeky Batman represents to me. That's what Marker pen Burt set in motion all those years ago. I doubt that my dad had any of that thought process going on, but he did believe in the power of simple fun. And play and exploring the environment with curiosity and wonder and that in large part has been a constant driver of my creativity and my ability to make a living from it over the last 15 years and I see it now when he comes down you know he's the granddad to my kids and when he spends his entire visits like on all four he comes to, but I'm stumbling. He comes down and he spends his entire visit with his grandchildren on all fours, provoking their imaginations with questions and silly comedy and total abandon of all front of all illusions of maturity for their benefit and for his pleasure. And isn't that what we're all lacking in adulthood? What all of us, to a degree, do. I think it is, and I think it speaks to the way we all grow up and clam up and allow what people might think about us to hold us back from our youthful pleasures and our continued creative and spiritual growth. Not me. If I felt embarrassment when people crossed the road, when I've stopped to photograph something strange or set my camera to auto timer, to do something ridiculous in front of it, to serve whatever creative line of inquiry I'm pursuing, I'd be a melted maroon puddle of blush on the pavement by now. But <laughs> well, that's just me. For you, it might be something a little less zealous. That's a decision only the individual can make, according to personality. But as adults, we allow fear and social acceptance and polite society to stand in the way of excitement and curiosity and creativity. I really do believe that. And I don't want my kids to do it. Obviously, they're going to go through adolescence and identity hell and they'll restrict themselves like we all did at that age. But to me, Cheeky Batman represents independent thought. He's a launch pad. A catalyst for stomping on trends. Cheeky Batman is not a beacon beamed into the sky for a billionaire rescue package, but a down and dirty symbol of basic play, of dirt under the fingernails, of rich, divergent thought and lateral thinking, and wonder, and a reminder that magic can happen anytime, anywhere, no matter the circumstances. Cheeky Batman is the caped crusader defending beautiful weirdness, fighting for the learned ability to take ownership of our decisions, the trajectory of our life and resilience. All that is going to come for the kids, but just like Bert, right here, right now, he's just a precious burst of joy and silliness, let's not overcomplicate him. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that, that is the first of the creative stories I'm going to put out there responding of course to Cheeky Batman. Love to hear your equivalents on that one. There's going to be more of these. Get us your feedback. Go over at Talon on social media or hello at bentalon.com on the email. Big thank you again to the founding sponsor of the show, Illustration X. See you next time, guys. Have a good week. Stay creative.